Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Very, very vividly, my next-door neighbor, a guy by the name of Joseph Iovine, who I idolized my whole adolescent life. Now Joseph is close to 60. We still remain best friends and brothers. He lives in New Jersey, but he grew up at 2212 Quentin Road, and I grew up at 2216. And Joseph was real good-looking, like John Travolta, had the Pontiac Firebird, went to St. John's, went to Good Shepherd. All the girls loved him. And I remember the day he said, uh, hey, you know that song by the SOS band? I go, yeah, I like that song. He goes, I'm going to walk to King's Highway. If you want to come with me, we're going to go to J&R Music World and buy the album. And uh, we used to walk to King's Highway by baseball cards, too. So we walked to King's Highway to this uh, music store, and we bought that song. And I must have played it a thousand times. And my late father, Harvey, was like, oh, God, enough already. But I remember that day very vividly, and because it is Friday, and we always play disco for my main man, Curtis Sliwa, on Fridays, because he ate that floor up, whether it was the Underground, Xenons, the Fun House, uh, Bedrocks, he did it all. Curtis, of course, gets uh, huge ratings noon to 1 every weekday afternoon. He's been getting huge ratings, to be honest, 11 to 1 the last four days, overnight weekends, and here with me. But during my uh, last conversation with Steve Cohen, and thank you for a lot of your texts, I really enjoyed that. He's Cuomo's guy, no question, but he uh, I thought he was very, very fair. I mentioned during the conversation, I'm sick and tired of paying $135 a month for unlimited subway rides when I see guys, right when I walk in, jump over the turnstile, and they're wearing suits. They're not young kids with hoodies and guns. I don't get it. And Curtis is about to remind me that 135 a month isn't even 
enough. Well, hold on a second. SOS band, right? I think based on your love of disco, my love of disco, and your left out pastels in 2001 Odyssey, Bay Ridge, is that we need to host a bell-bottom bash. That'd be great. You and I should do that. That's right. Sid Rosenberg, Curtis Lee. There's pastels now. There's a place uh, in Staten Island, pastels, like 55 plus all the baby boomers who are into disco. It's called pastels? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but it's not Hannah and Woody and those guys. But still, a lot of the people who went there, what did they do? They moved over the plank to Staten Island. And they go to this club? Went to Jersey, yeah. Have you been to the club? Yeah, Vito Bruno brings me there. Vito used to run all those clubs. He oh, goes, yeah, Vito Bruno, of course. Right, he ran for state senate and Bay Ridge. He yeah. was like my number one. I like one. him. I like so, him. Oh, great guy. He knows the clubs. And he said, well, we got to go to Pastels to campaign. I said, Pastels? He goes, yeah, they set up a new Pastels. Uh, basically, 55-plus crowd, you know, baby boomers into disco. I walked in there. You would have thought I was Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. Oh, they love you, huh? And then they let me rock the mic. They did. Which is something you know the DJ never let you No, but you're Paco good. So, wait, now, where love is you, this? baby Paco. <laughs> where is this? I think that? Richmond Road. I'll find out. I'll get you the information. Oh, I, I want to do that. Listen, there's two things we're going to do. Yes. I'm letting the listeners know now because... I've been out on the road with Curtis a couple of times now. We did rallies together at town halls, and the people love it. And a lot of people, and this is no disrespect to anybody else at this station, I mean that, but almost every person I talk to say the same thing. My two favorite hosts are Sid and Curtis, and sometimes not in that order, to be honest, to your credit. Well, back so, to back. No, that's a fact. So uh, what I want to do with Curtis is he's a big baseball guy, big Yankee guy, so the first home series for the Mets, which is the uh, March 28th against the Brewers, and the Yankees, they spend the first seven games on the road. They're four in Houston, three in Arizona. They return home April the 5th for Toronto. I want to walk into both local baseball stadiums and the Ferry Hawks at some point with Curtis because I think New Yorkers will go nuts. Kids, I've been to both. I'll get a better reception at City Field, even though they know really? I hate the Met. Because they're blue-collar working-class guys and gals. And you also talk bad. You're a Yankee fan, but you talk bad about yeah, the Yankees. Yeah, but the Yankees, that's more white-collar. Come on, I'm a Yankee fan, but they're more white-collar. Suburbs, you know, Westchester, Jersey, New York Mets fans, Brooklyn, Queens, Nassau, Suffolk. You know what's funny about what you just said? When you leave this city, like I was, I lived in Florida for 16 years, and people think the Bronx, those are the Yankee fans. But Curtis is right. Like, I only went to Yankee games when I got Mitchell Modell seats because he sat behind home plate yeah. and I was able to have steak and lobster before the game. There's a lot of Mitchell Modell types at the Yankee oh, games. Oh, big time. All corporate. By the way, you go to the old Shea Stadium parking lot, it looked like the demolition derby remains, you know, from Islip, Long Island. Remember, they <laughs> yeah. have the demolition yeah. derby out there. But anyway... You mentioned that coming up is Gavin Wax. You mentioned Studio 54 yesterday. Why was I always rejected when I would queue up at uh, Studio 54? If, in fact, Gavin Wax were queuing up at an imaginary Studio 54, you know why they would let him in? Why? you got to refer to him by his new name, Count Gavin Wax. Count Gavin Wax. I don't know what you're saying. You know, like the Count? Yes, but why? Uh, Hungary or Romania? Yes. Count Dracula? Oh, yes. He does hang out with all those Hungarian guys right, all the time. Right, but his name is now Count. For real? Ask him, yes. Are you friendly with him? Yes. I like him, you too. Gotta, you got to ask. You, okay. you got to refer to him as Count Gavin Wax. He actually reached out to me. Now, I reached out to Gavin back in November because I heard Trump was coming to town. 
And not only did Gavin Wax get me into that party at Cipriani's that night, he sat me right next to Trump. Yeah, but you had to abide by the dress code policy yes. of a tux. Yes. Meantime, who's sitting next to you? Looks like he hasn't taken a bath in five years. Oh, Steve Bannon? Comes in with fatigues yeah, yeah. Like, he's, like he's right from the Ukrainian <laughs> no. front. I love Steve. Rules no. for you, but not for him. He was wearing the same thing yesterday at CPAC in Washington. But explain to me, Gavin will join us coming up at 945, and he reached out to me because he hates he hates Mike Sapricone. We'll get to that later. Why is one thirty-five a month, Curtis, not enough for me? I and all the taxpayers in New York City are tired of subsidizing you, Sid Rosenberg. Me? Yeah, when Comrade Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope, who single-handedly destroyed this city uh, that we love, he said, oh, the future of transit are these speed ferries. And he subsidized each trip six dollars and fifty cents. So you pay uh, your metro card swipe back then. It was two seventy five. It's now three. You for one swipe, you get to go out to the Irish Riviera. You know what it costs us each taxpayer for just one of your rides to subsidize it? I don't care. Thirteen bucks. Oh well. Who the hell do you think you are? Sid Rosenberg, number it, one radio host yeah, in New York. You're like a welfare mama, right? <laughs> we talk about welfare cheats, shakedown, subsidies. Oh no, no more subsidies Curtis, for you folks. You want me to swim home? What do you want no, me to do? A train. Can't take the A train. Did I give you a red beret and a red satin jacket? <laughs> yeah. Right. My son was trying to convince me that if I take the A train to the shuttle, not the shuttle at Grand Central. Yeah, or a channel. Yeah. He's like, you'll be okay, Dad. I'm like, wait a second. That means you took it? I'll kill you. What do you mean you can't Beach take one that Beach 116 channel, you're okay. But I'll tell you what. When I was a kid, and you go out to uh, Mott Avenue, Far Rockway, all the bungalows, your Jewish folks were in the bungalows for the summer, beautiful beach. You stopped at Broad Channel. You had to pay a second fare. Really? Yes, you had to pay a second fare to so go the rest of the way. So it's cheaper now. You should be happy. No, I'm subsidizing each of your rights <laughs> for $13. Hey, take the train. No more subsidies. Sink the ferries. That's what they should do. Uh, we need some groins uh, to, to prevent beach uh, encroachment there in the Rockways. <laughs> Let's sink those ferries out. What a boondoggle. And your friend Eric Adams, you're going to be begging him, please subsidize it. All, the, all those privileged people, we want to take that speed ferry. You don't see no homeless and emotionally disturbed on the speed ferry. All right, so hold on a second. Eric Adams, okay. He's going to be the mayor for at least another, how long, Curtis? Well, I don't know if he gets taken in chains and shackles to the big house for corruption, but to Let's 2025, say he do that. 2025, more years. Okay. And then he's going to lose the primary yes. to Andrew Cuomo. You can write it down, it's over. He's what? Done. What? It's done. Wait, Andrew said he would never challenge Eric Adams. Okay, Andrew Cuomo is going to win that. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GobbleLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident. 
Handling legal matters is stressful. So, let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. And so Andrew Cuomo is going to face off against you. Yeah! And, uh, well, you become like my best friend, really. Yeah. And I love you. And you're doing a great job on this show. And I really believe that no one has this city's best interests in mind more than you. If you're telling me that you are going to stop subsidizing the ferry. Absolutely. Then I'm going to vote for Cuomo. Whoa. Oh, yeah. And meantime, we'll be bankrupt. I don't care. Uh, I got to get home. Yeah. You, I'm not worried about you. I got to get home. Your next home will be Boca Raton. <laughs> You'll be out of here. By the way, uh, Andrew Evilites Cuomo, I was listening to the guy who formerly worked for him in the AG's office. He was saying, you know, believing, going, don't you remember Andrew Cuomo told everybody, if you don't like it right, if you're a conservative, no, that you're was Republican. Hunkle. That was Hunkle. Oh, no. Uh, remember, I got the files. I'm the J. Edgar Hoover on Andrew Evilites Cuomo. I'm going to send you that cut. He started it four years before her. Is that right? Leave here. Get out of here. I, I, Get I, out of New York. I, I have to hear the cut. Oh, baby. I remember Hunkle telling me, Lee Zeldin, Donald Trump. Yes, yes. That, where, but where I do don't you remember think, Cuomo. Where do you think she learned that from? Andrew <laughs> Evilites Cuomo. But anyway, let me say one thing. You and I, we have split. I, I was really pissed at the beginning of the week. Here is our, our boss, right? John Katsimatidis playing King Solomon, deciding, okay, Brian Kilmeade's away, midwinter break, probably with his kids somewhere, having a good time, good vacation. So he splits it. I said, John, you always gave me those two hours. Now, now just to be uh, honest here, while this has become radio shtick all week long. It ain't shtick. Right. You were really pissed. Totally. Like, seriously pissed. Totally. You felt disrespected. Did I not get to two hours before whenever Brian Kilmeade was away before the rip and read from 12 to 1? You always did. And I must say, I would have been fine with you getting it now. Trust me. It wasn't like I was begging John and Chan and Margo to give me the extra hour. When they came to me and asked me, I was all too happy to do it. But I would have been just as I'll happy you if what. you did. I tell you what, but the issue becomes, I'm getting huge ratings. Yeah, and I am too. But of course. Why don't we let this? Because there's no. I don't know how Brian Kilme comes back. Right? <laughs> it's like, I mean, we have smoked him, and we smoked Mark Simone over at WOO, Women's Only Radio. You know, it's always saying, oh, look at my ratings. <laughs> oh, no, Mark, not this week. The combination of Rosenberg and Slee, where we've been a wrecking crew. But we need someone to determine who did better. The only person here who worked both ships is our own news director, Noam Lading. Uh Who did better at what? Well, your hour versus right? my hour in terms of quantity, quality, oh, performance. Oh, so, Noam, uh, put your, um, uh, let's say, bipartisan hat on. Right. And your observations, because you've been here for each and every one of the extra edition shows Monday, and today will be the last one Friday before Brian returns on Monday. Let me tell you what's weighing heavy on my decision, Curtis, is two events that I saw with you in the past two weeks that are just disgusting. The first one (laughs) is you stole 
Valentine candy off of our salesperson Leslie Slender's desk. What? Then handed it to your wife as a Valentine's Day present. He ripped the note off. Yeah. He handed it to this. It's really expensive candy. Yeah. And there's this moment that they videotape, they take pictures of, they put it up on the, all the social media sites, and she kisses him. She's all excited. Then when she leaves the room, Curtis grabs the bag, this beautiful thing of candy, puts it back on Leslie's desk and the note on, and Nancy never gets the candy. So that's the first thing. Well, let me just say this, and I'm involved in this competition. Right. I think he's a genius. Well, let me take it a step further. I'm actually upset that I didn't do that for Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> the second thing that I want to point out, which is even worse for Valentine's Day, or maybe in the days since Valentine's Day, Curtis has given Nancy his scabies. You gave it to her? Um, She's itching? Oh, uh, Curtis. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know what's fun is scabies sex, so that's cool. It's a rub. <laughs> or you're like pus-filled stuff all over. She's now, she's now being treated by Dr. Joel Katzenmeyer. No, did she, look, did she really have a bed? Yeah, and guess what uh, she had to start with? What? What Dr. Sid Rosenberg talked about, ivermectin. She started already? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Can I? So, uh, can so, I? So wait listen, a second. Before so you go any further, repeat that. Can, so I concede, can I concede that you did a better job? <laughs> you know there are HIPAA rules here, no lady. Mind your own beeswax, my God. Well, well I just well, want to wait see. a second. Though we're not, we're not deciding I, who did better. I Valentine's Day. No, no but much, no much. You did better. Enough, no, enough. <laughs> More people listen to this segment and all my other oh, fifty-nine God. hours a week oh. of radio at WABC. You're killing me here. <laughs> Well, for that reason, by the way, oh. I think Sid should get that second. Yes, hour. yes. Funny. Concede, I concede to you. Right. Promise you won't say anything more. That's it. Not I gave Nancy, Danielle no. flowers. Curtis gave Nancy scabies. I win. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And by the way, you mentioned your darling uh, daughter. Yes, Ava, yes. Playing tennis. Yes. And you would never, never let her compete against a transgender, right? Well, I, I would go out there and beat up the father. I'd start there. The kid is probably too young. Ava was 10 years old. But I would punch the father right across the face. How quickly you forget Uh-oh. Renee Richards, Renee, which means reborn, who was born a man in Forest Hills, who went to Horace Mann High School and was an all-star wide receiver on the football team, a pitcher on the baseball team, who was drafted by the Yankees, a four-letter man, tennis and swimming to boot. And then he goes to Yale. He's the captain of the tennis team, considered one of the best male tennis players in America. But he's decided he needs gender reassignment. He is a a man in body, but he he's dressing like a woman now. You know, hush, hush, much, much. And, you know, that was considered a perversion back no, what, then. What year was this? 1976. And you know who called Bustom on the gender reassignment surgery? A local TV anchor named Richard Carlson, who is the father of Tucker Carlson. No way. Yes. Yes. And then Renee Richards had to sue, sue the United States Tennis Association because they wouldn't let him play. And eventually they let him play. An ophthalmologist, you know, I mean, come on, man. You you wouldn't let her play with <laughs> Renee Richards? Know. You know who Renee Richards became after her tennis career? She became the coach of Martina Navatarola, who now hates transgenders playing. Yes, she does. Isn't this ironic? Her coach yeah. was what? Renee Richards. That's crazy. Now, is this is a bizarro world of what? Now, do you know that Martina Navratilova has a very, very young wife or girlfriend... And do you know that I watch 
Martina every week. I say, where do you watch Martina every week? Believe it or not, she's a cast member of the Real Housewives of Miami. Martina Navratilova. Ain't nobody going to mess with that lady. <laughs> yeah. No, no. She's older. Now, remember? She's been through cancer. Remember? I know. But remember? But, she, but she was, was in a prime. She had bigger arms than Pete She Sampras. was in Dallas, and she was dating your friend from the Rockaways. Remember the female basketball player you used to have on with Bernard McGurk? Oh, oh, uh, oh really? Uh, yes. Oh, come on. She coached. Uh, see, see, one of your people. Yes, one of your she, 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 won, she coached oh, see, the B3 see, to I a got championship. You a, a courtesy with Super Sports Spectacular moment where I called Boston. Bill Mason would have got this on Channel 5. Oh, she won the gold medal, too. Oh, see I this? should know this. Lieberman, right? Yes, Nancy Lieberman. See, very oh, good. I got Yeah. A courtesy with Super Sports Spectacular moment. They were girlfriends. I'm telling you, don't mess with uh, <laughs> Navatarola. She's like on a war against transgenders. Oh, man, raise the roof. I have conceded to the King David of talk radio, Sid Rosenberg. Although, Mark Simone, you can't dance on our graves here at WABC. You're good, but you're not better than the combination of the wrecking crew, Rosenberg and Sliwa. From 6 in the morning to 1, there is nothing in radio that can stand in our way. Brian Kilmeade, you better get back. You may not have two hours left. We're live. We're local here at WABC. Number one in the nation from coast to coast by day. And number one around the world at night when you're going to hear me all weekend long on Monday. Excuse me, Saturday, Sunday, 12 midnight to 6 until the break of dawn, and we're going to do a tribute to Travolta and Saturday Night Fever tonight. All the great disco classics, no politics, entertainment, theater of the mind. That's what makes us great at WABC. accident. Trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or Email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.